G'day. Thoreau called us all sleepwalkers. Not Chris walkers. Not uh, tightrope walkers. Sleepwalkers. That's a new one. Have you ever found yourself walking along a path or out in the forest somewhere and then suddenly you realise the whole place has changed but you haven't noticed? Like you, you started out amongst, like in a, in, a, in a field, you walked right through the middle of a pack of pine trees and you walked out the other side and you didn't even notice? Or you suddenly stop and you go, whoa, look at that colour of the leaves on that tree. Wow. But you, you, you haven't seen it until you got right up to it. We don't actually know, even sounds, you know, you suddenly realise there's birds everywhere, but you have to get really close for it to interrupt, I suppose. And the interruption is what Thoreau's talking about. It's when you wake up. You, and when you wake up, you let the smell of a leaf or the smell of pine or the sound of a bird wash through you. You realise that you were asleep uh, and you're now awake. Well, why are we asleep? And I think that's a really cool question to ask heading towards the end of your program, your 30 days, and how do you stay awake? Because the more often you're asleep, uh, let's be real about it, the more life just slips you by and you miss the, the sound of a beautiful bird or a kookaburra and you go, well, I'm in just too much of a hurry to get from here to there and, and back again. So we, we are caught up and the answer to this question is we are caught up in a familiar, endless dialogue. And that dialogue is mostly in our head. And therefore, Thoreau said, I've never met a person who was truly, fully awake. Until, of course, he came and met people who've done the 30-day challenge and who waked up and live consciously and, are, and become super aware of every sight, sound, touch, smell, flavour in the world as they are experiencing it. So they don't mop about in their head, letting their head dictate a dialogue that goes around and around. I wonder when I'm going to do this. I wonder when I'm going to eat. I wonder if I like the weather today. I wonder what the newspapers have got to say. Instead of this, we are sensorily perceptive. And that means we live, in a, in a sense, knowing our vision, you've done that. Knowing our goals, you've done that. Knowing our values, you've done that. Then we set and forget, and we live in the moment and enjoy the experience of right now, right here where we are. So I'd like to give you a few exercises over the next couple of days, independent to the main theme of your 30 days. So these are exercises to enhance your awakeness and put a little bit of an end to mindless self-talk or rumination, as we call it, or thinking, as some people uh, like to say. But I, I would call it rumination, which is um, the anti-fun, anti anti-success thing that we do, thinking, too much thinking. So... This first one you need to do with some elbow room. So make sure there's nobody uh, within arm's reach either side. So you don't do this when you're walking through a busy uh, park. You do it when you're by yourself somewhere. And what you do is you, is you 
you stand. It's called splatter vision. This the exercise is called splatter vision. And here's how you do splatter vision. You stand staring straight ahead and stretch your arms out to the sides to shoulder at shoulder level. You wiggle your fingers and, and you bring your arms in bit by bit until you can actually, through the corners of your eye, see the wiggly wiggly of your fingers going on. Right? Now, about that point, you've captured your per, what's called peripheral vision, and, but you are staring straight ahead. So you're looking straight ahead, but you're very aware of your little fingers going twiddly twiddly. And you keep moving your arms back and back and back, both sides, until you, 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 you can just see them. You can just see them. And that should be pretty much 90, 180 degrees in front of you. You can see in front and the peripheral fingers twiddling. Now, see if you can walk straight ahead with this simultaneous central and peripheral vision. Now, what you'll notice is how much wider your perceptual field becomes and how any movement within this wider visual field is now within your awareness. So you, sometimes you can play by shifting focus from the centre to the periphery as you walk through a garden or as you walk through a park. And just do it for a couple of minutes, five minutes would be enough, and practice spreading your vision between focused and peripheral, central and peripheral, and then a period of time where you've got both. Now, when we walk in Nepal, in the Himalayas, you learn not to look down. Your mind takes a photograph uh, at least five meters in front of you, and you trust that your feet remember where the rocks and the stones and the boulders and the steps are. And if you look down, your center of balance goes off and you start to fall forward. If you look back up into the sky, your center of balance falls back and you're like, likely to skid down on stones. So we practice this art of forward vision, forward looking, peripheral vision, uh, even in a mountain walk in the Himalayas. So it's very valuable, but it's more valuable when you're sitting in a meeting. Because what can happen is you can get mesmerized by the, uh, the, by the loud voice or the aggravating tone or the judgment or the criticism of the person that you're looking at in the room and forget the broader spectrum, the broader field and forget your awareness in a room. And that makes you a follower, not a leader. It makes you give your power away, not hold on to it. And it makes you relatively reactive. So by being able to spread your peripheral vision in a room with people, even while you work on a computer screen, being able to be aware of the full width of the screen and not being shy to practice this, the full width of the room. That's why when I sit at my desk and do um, videos and what have you, I like to be able to see behind the computer to the side of the computer, to each side of the computer, to each side of the camera, so that I am not looking down the barrel of a, can a camera, which makes you look really, really stupid. <laughs> That's a pretty good reason not to do it, right? So have a go at it, add this to your day, do this for your morning exercise, and it will really, if you practice it and practice it and practice it after the 30 days, it really makes a huge difference to the hardness of your brain, to the, and enhances your ability to adapt, to mold yourself, to go with the flow, 
to absorb the environment and to enjoy the day. This is Chris. Have a great day. Bye.